0: What's up, Emo Geeks? Welcome back to another episode of Feedback Friday. This week, we have an amazing guest, Anna from Popular Pays. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself uh, and what Popular Pays is? My name is Anna. I am
1: the VP of Marketing and Customers at Popular Pays. For those of you guys that don't know us, Popular Pays is a platform that connects brands with content creators and influencers to produce content for social and beyond. So that is why we are here today. Talking about the beyond art and also some of the social probably too.
0: (laughs) This episode is sponsored by Influence. From subject lines to pre-header text, call to action button placement, email content, header images, and more, you can test up to five versions of an email with the Influence marketing platform. Get a demo at the link below. One of your clients is Jimmy John's, correct? Is that a brand that you guys have worked with? Yes. Jimmy John's was
1: one of uh, the clients that we partnered with. It's actually a little bit in the past, but the very
0: recent so we have some emails featuring some content, so I thought we could walk through a few of them. That would
1: be lovely. I would be happy, happy to comment on them however I can.
0: I really like, actually, Jimmy John's as a brand. I feel like they have a really interesting, fun, cool voice. And I think their emails are pretty simple, straight to the point, with good product photography. They're coded a little strange, so I don't think the mobile view is all that great. But yeah, they have a pretty simple design here.
1: I agree. I think that Jimmy John's has had this focus on their food. And also, I think on the speed, uh, that's the value that they derive. I think we are all very familiar with that moment when we're like, wait a second, I think I want Jimmy John's and you know exactly what you're going to get. And so I think they just like to keep it really simple and direct, knowing what their core value is.
0: Yeah, I think they do a nice job of putting some of this photography right in front of people and keeping it pretty simple, focused on like that main CTA that they want you to place your first order. So as a welcome email, I think this is pretty effective. I guess if I was super new to their product, maybe some additional information about, you know, how to order and things like that. But I think a lot of that information is available on their website. To sign up, you, you know, have to go on the website anyways so i think this is a pretty simple welcome they don't really give you any sort of discount for your first order so maybe that could also be an opportunity but it's mm, a good idea uh, i think them just kind of letting you know that their product exists and having some of these quick links at the footer keeping it pretty simple is pretty smart so
1: it would also be interesting to like how you know at the bottom there if they're able to show some of their other partners where you can get delivery from you know everybody's ordering all, with all of these different apps so it might also just be an easy thing to introduce as to where you can find them.
0: Yeah, they keep it pretty simple. But speaking of social, a lot of brands too, you know, if this is the first time that you're talking to someone, it might be good to even share where you want them to follow along with them, if if you have that opportunity. So I think a lot of brands have specifically been pushing Instagram. So having you know a couple yeah. of different images down here, letting people know where to follow.
1: Oh, that's a great idea. So
0: I think these are you know pretty nice, but. If you can really highlight a single channel, if you're going to list all these icons, how about, you know, maybe you never tweet, you tweet once a month. Well, if all your content is on Instagram, really try to focus on that single channel that you really want people to follow and communicate on. And, and you can still let other people know that. But if this is your first time talking to a customer, potentially, you really want to highlight, you know, where you're the most active.
1: That's such a great point. I think we've kind of been trained a little bit to include all of those icons everywhere because you're like well of course I'm on every single channel and I think that's a bit of a fallacy with social is that you don't actually have to be everywhere I think it's great to have a presence somewhere but you made such a good point if you can really kind of drive like where what's your main channel how are where's like the place where you're actually communicating with your consumers i think that is so important especially right now
0: i haven't seen a lot of tiktoks here so i'm interested to see how i know
1: (laughs) this is like jimmy john's is the
0: perfect brand for tiktok yeah i don't know maybe their content isn't ready yet but yeah it would be interesting to see if that icon starts popping up a little bit more as, as more people drive towards that yeah Well, here's another one, a pretty simple eye-catching GIF. Scrolling down, we see a potential popular pays piece of content.
1: Yeah, I think this definitely falls into more of that kind of influencer-generated, user-generated content realm, which is obviously maybe I'm biased. I just love the authenticity, the relatability of this type of content showing up in my email. As well as on my my social feeds.
0: Yeah, I really like it. It has a nice little subtle animation of the GIF, actually highlighting the neon, which is cool mm-hmm. to see. Oh yeah,
1: I didn't even see Very that. Subtle.
0: Very subtle. They actually combine a lot of different GIFs in th- this one, so I think it works, but it, it could be a little overkill potentially. But with an image like this, I think it's a little newer to maybe see something like this. You know, rather than just focusing on the graphics and the app. So why do you think something like this maybe helps build like a customer brand? I personally do like to see some something like this in an email as well.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad to hear it. I mean, I think that creativity is, and creative is essential to like every single brand. And we're kind of moving into this phase. It's been, okay, we used to have Mad Men era where somebody in this building was making advertising that was supposed to appeal to us. Great. We passed that. And now it was brands were creating content with people. And now people are creating content for brands and in collaboration with brands. And I think that's just such a nice kind of evolution of what advertising is. I just love to see that type of content, you know, kind of moving outside of the realm of just social and showing up an email showing up on our TV commercials, you know, just kind of expanding where we're able to see that.
0: This addition actually makes the email feel a little bit more authentic to me. Agreed. I guess, why would a brand potentially like hire an influencer to make content for them rather than trying to shoot some of this stuff themselves? You have someone who is probably a user already They're able to give a very
1: different perspective on your brand that might relate to more people. And so I think that that's something that we forget sometimes as marketers that, you know, we've been working with these brands over and over and over and we kind of forget some of that like special sauce that they have. I think that it's really great to be able to kind of hand the keys over to someone else and be able to see through their eyes.
0: My picture of me using a sandwich is probably not very good here in this email, but... I disagree. I disagree. I, I like this, this very polished image. I think it reflects this brand and adds um, a little piece to this email that makes it feel a bit more human and, and highlights the product in a, in a subtle way. Yeah. You know, these are very, I guess, single-use emails. They don't really try to pack too much information, which I think a lot of the times, at least with us, we try to recommend that there's only, you know, one thing that your email can really do well. If you start adding, you know, so many CTAs and different options in text it, it can kind of dilute the main message. So yeah. I think they're pretty clear with Free sandwich as the main CTA. There it is, and it's looking good. Plugging your app is great. I I know they have maybe some links down here in the footer, but I think some people only do it in the welcome email. uh, But pushing people to see if they've downloaded the app, you can be really smart too and see if that email address associated might have, you know, signed into the app recently or something. But if you know that. Someone hasn't downloaded the app yet, you should definitely be pushing for those downloads and, and letting them know that they can track their rewards through their, your loyalty system. This is another really bold headline here. yeah, <laughs> uh, I think another good reflection of their brand of a free pickle
1: i I love it. I mean, I think that it's very simple. I love the boldness of their headline. I think this is like very Jimmy John's obviously the font the kind of in your ness.
0: I do really love the, the simple message, but it, it almost, it seems like they should capitalize on this national pickle day. Uh, maybe like include like a hashtag or if they have any user generated mm-hmm. content to pull in some Instagram posts, you know, yeah. people holding up a pickle or something. So I think this one's, yeah, pretty simple in driving traffic towards their app to convert a few more people, but I'm sure they're doing something on Instagram so it is kind of cool if if they could bring in some of that uh, multi-channel marketing in, into this message as well. Yeah, just highlight
1: the crossover.
0: How do you see brands do that or are, are there any brands that you think sort of do that really well where they're able to feature something in an email but also do it on Instagram like how do you keep that message consistent across all those channels?
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I mean, unfortunately, we don't see a ton of what our clients do across across or outside of social which is really unfortunate because I think that there is a huge opportunity to think more holistically around how you can use your influencers, how you can use uh, your online communities to bring that outside of social and into email, into TV, into, you know, if you're even talking about like websites. And I think that, you know, there is a little bit of a, we kind of like put ourselves into silos a little bit and thinking through that, especially with influencers. And I think there's such an opportunity to bring them over and integrate them into these other channels.
0: I'm always very interested in how brands can test certain pieces of content, either on social first or on email first you know, you should be showing your top engaged posts within email because you know that content works really well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or vice versa with email. So I think it's always a kind of a shame when brands don't use those channels as effectively as they could. If you're already sending emails, why not include some sort of tests and then use some of that information in other channels from social to direct mail if if you know those pieces of content are really resonating with your audience.
1: I think it's something that Maybe it's just because there, there's these divisions of labor in some ways, but I don't know if you have any insight on that, but we haven't heard too much from our customers. You know, They're just solely focused on social, but there's such an opportunity to move over.
0: I think some people will um, see a single post on Instagram really blow up and then they'll try to convert that yeah. piece of content into a unique piece of email and then send that out as part of a sequence. So if they know that know this really piece of content is huge on their instagram maybe they'll build in a whole email around that piece of content and try to provide some more uh, content like that so if your audience is really resonating with diy crafts well maybe that's like a a sequence within your email that, you know, you want to put in recipes or something into an actual email and send that to a list.
1: It is kind of this interesting, almost like if you're leaving like breadcrumbs in different places, you know, you can kind of see how all of these things connect because you're even talking about building recipes and you could convert that over into Pinterest or other places. You know, there's just so many ways to connect all of the different things that we're doing to see. And also using this testing and learning mindset where, you know, if this is working over here, okay, well, how do I take those same elements and like quickly repurpose them into an emailer to get them going? You know, I think influencers and content creators are really, really great source to be able to efficiently source that content and do a lot of that testing and learning so that you can deploy them into different places or and use them in different channels without like taking too much of your budget and spending that on testing.
0: How can you sort of work with influencers if you have a smaller audience or maybe not the biggest budget in the world?
1: Totally. And and most of our clients don't have the biggest budgets in the world. Um, You know, obviously, I think we're, we're servicing customers like Walmart that are really large and have these big budgets. But we also work with customers that are emerging brands. So we work with customers like Do Only Good, Larry's Children's Hospital, Lesser Evil, who they're just getting started. They're just kind of dipping their toes into into these areas. And one of our subscription customers actually, they use influencers for content. So they post those organically and then they take that content and they they boost it to see how efficient of a CPA they can get. Then they use that as their benchmark for all of their other marketing efforts. So it's kind of like, okay, well, this is the performance that we know we can get. And we were able to source this content really, really efficiently. How else can we maximize it?
0: To me it's always interesting when you know a brand has a specific question they're trying to ask or a new product they're trying to promote and and working with influencers or third parties and seeing how that product gets used in new and different ways can really inform you on you know how to maybe market it in the future and to me it's really about I guess you know having a clear goal in mind too with that influencer post on what you know what kind of other than just sales maybe if there is some sort of secondary piece that is driving towards, you know, understanding a little bit more or getting feedback. You bring up such a a good point. We've had a couple of customers who are getting ready
1: to, to do product launches with, you know, and they wanted to know which one of the flavors they should lead with. So they used influencers to get feedback to be able to decide. Those are just really easy efficient ways to get user feedback like these are people that are using your products it's just a really different way i think of thinking of of using this this
0: channel how we see the future of email is that very personal one to one and i feel like social does a pretty good job on feeling really personal sometimes so in the same way that people are asking questions all the time on social, I feel like email is sometimes you're just speaking to someone and promoting something when it should really be that same sort of conversation as social is where you know, you're asking different questions like why not put a survey or a poll within an email and have people even reply to you with recommendations or different things like that. Like, It should be sort of a dialogue which I think social sometimes understands a little bit better than email.
1: I, I feel very strongly, and maybe this is because it's funny and a little bit ironic because I gave up social media for three or four months, a couple months back. I was just like, I'm done. I need to get out of here. But I um, I started playing around in Substack and some other kind of like email focused channels. And I totally agree with you. I think that there's such an opportunity as email, as an emerging channel to make that more personal one-to-one connection. And also I think using influencers to make that connection going directly to the source. So I'm not scrolling through my feed. I mean, you can equate, you know, an email inbox to a feed, but how do you curate that a lot more and making sure that that is becoming a personal place for, for your consumers or even just, you know, for people?
0: <laughs> There's also less ads usually with an email sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, I think it feels really personal. It's always like one of those things where, not to hate on social, but it's like, what would you rather have a follow or like an email sign up? I know. So it's balancing that and, I guess, seeing where people are and how to communicate with them. So this last one, pretty simple email, uh, nothing too crazy, but they do add a lot more information in this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you bring up a really good point that you've, you've made it across all of the other emails as well. Like making it feel a little bit more personal, a little bit less stock, I think is something that for this one in particular would maybe work better for me. I love having that personal element.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I feel like email can sometimes do that a little bit better than social. And they have potentially a lot of information about you that they can really try to serve you with dynamic content either. Maybe they captured your first name. I know they captured birthday at the first sign up so they can send you a message, but maybe they know that what your favorite order is or something. Maybe this could be your favorite order for Matt or something. Um, and they know where you are potentially based on your zip code or if you made a previous order, so they could pull in some more information about that.
1: Something that this is so random, but in my Chase app, I love the fact that when I open it, when I'm in Chicago, I see a picture of the 606 on the sign up. And then when I open it, when I'm in Cincinnati, I see a picture of somewhere in Cincinnati. And I think that that's a really good point. Like if you could make this image of the store a little bit more personal and kind of relevant to where that person is, I think that's a great application.
0: I love when email can try to beat social at its own game. It's not like you're creating one post for everyone. With email, you really can create like a post for each individual person you know with dynamic content and things like that so
1: i think that's such an interesting challenge too uh, even for me to to hear you say that like how can email beat social at its own game i think that's so cool
0: well awesome thanks so much for jumping on i really enjoyed talking with you yeah it was great where can we find you online i know you gave up social media it sounds like so maybe just popular pace
1: i'm back on I'm back on the socials, so you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram primarily at Anna Alicia A A N A A L I S H. I also have a Substack that I just started to kind of dabble in my own email list, building my own email list. It's
0: Anna.substack.com. Well, thanks again for taking the time, and have a great rest of your week.
1: Thank you. You too, Matt. See ya. Bye.
0: Thanks again to Influence for sponsoring this episode. Book your demo with the link in the video description. Hello Mario.